Those are your best friends. Huh? Yeah, I tell you. Very good. <laughs> so how's it been, man? It's oh, been a month. Oh, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Went. Uh, been busy uh, working with uh, Max and Cucky singers. We're oh, learning, yeah, yeah. We're learning Christmas music. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And then um, we may, I think they're still trying to work on it. We may be singing at the Reese. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They uh, they wanted us to come do our, our Christmas show. Christmas concert kind of And uh, yeah. so if that happens, it'll be December 10th. So yeah. I can't tell you for sure 100% if it's, it's going to happen still, or not. Yeah. So. But we'll see. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that. How long does it take you to learn the music? For we started uh, in September. Okay, tail end of September we started. But uh, how, how many? Well, everything for a whole concert. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, we've music. got and we've got. I don't know what have we got. Twelve to fifteen songs we're doing, and there's only like three of them we don't have to memorize. <laughs> It's just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that will take <laughs> So something. I try to, and I, it's hard for me because I don't read music. Yeah. So I have to hear my part. Yeah. And, you know, if I can hear my part, I can eventually get it. But, you know, but then you have to learn all the words. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh, man, I tell you what. It's me. I can read music, but I hadn't. I haven't done it in so long that I don't really read music <laughs> I mean, yeah. at all. And I know yeah. what you mean. You, I'd have to hear it. Yeah. Well, and people say, "How do you do that?" And I said, "Well, I I do. I have a really good ear. I mean, yeah. I can I can tell what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. Even a lot of times, if I don't know what the music says, right? Know? But I can tell just because I've sung enough. You know. That, now, um, are you like me? I can hear. I actually, when I'm listening to a lot of music, I hear the harmony line and not the the. Oh the main yeah, line. I've I've done the harmony line enough now that yeah. I, that's, I mean, yeah. I, I sit and listen. All yeah. I hear is the high end harmony. Yeah. I don't hear the the yeah. regular voice. Well, sometimes I'm going down the road and some song comes on or something <laughs> like that. I'm singing. I'm singing harmony with Neil yeah, Diamond or something. Me too. You know, I, he's, I, you, know. you do that with your kids in the car, and they're like, what are you singing? That's not even close. Said, That's the high harmony line. Yeah, Can't you hear line. that? Yeah, it's the tenor line. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or I try to do the, you know, they're trying to make a bass out of me, which is like darn near impossible, you know. So, because I'm a, more of a true baritone. So, sure. you know, it's just kind of like, okay, let's try to do the baritone part. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So, but yeah. So I can't hear the low end, though. If you oh, asked me to I, well, sing, sing under the, the, the main voice, I couldn't find that down there at some, all. I never can. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I can hear that. and, and yeah, but, yeah. but the high one is just there all the time. <laughs> it's there. It's right there. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> That's How hard is that? You know? That is really weird to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It yeah. is crazy. I like your shirt. Oh, yeah. Is that a uh, Florida uh, souvenir? No, this is from uh, Kevin. He goes to Mexico and brings uh, me back T-shirts. Oh, so, wow. Cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. He knows yeah. that's my, my wardrobe is T-shirts and either shorts or speaking sweats. Of, <laughs> speaking of T-shirts, the new Ollie ad yesterday. T-shirts. No. Buck 99. Really? Yeah. If you, got any, if you need T-shirts, just plain Jane T-shirts. Yeah. A buck 99. How oh, can you man. go wrong you on can't. that? You can't. <laughs> So I thought I'd go out there and see what they had and see if they, if they had some smaller sizes for kids and stuff like yeah. that. I'd might you know go get a bunch of oh, them for yeah. take home down to El Salvador. That know, would so. be perfect. Yep, I've got a bunch of auto park uh, auto park. I don't know if you guys are listening, but I have I have uh, some of your t-shirts left from some that you were going to throw away a few years ago, oh. <laughs> and I wound up with them. Well. <laughs> So, no, that's great advertising. Oh yeah, so I you know auto part T-shirts in El Salvador. Yeah, 
Everybody in El Salvador is going to go to Auto Park to buy their I'm next sure automobile. They will. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. like have you ever seen they they did a thing on it a number of years ago. What they do with the old, you know, because they make up all those shirts and hats for conference oh, yeah. champion and all. They all go the, to Central and South yeah, America. Yeah. yeah, and and so like if the Dodgers are playing the Yankees, they have both sets completely made of everything, and then yep. the Yankees lose, so all the Yankee gear goes to Africa. Yeah, I've heard there are 1969 World Series oh, Cub shirts. I'm sure. <laughs> And that's the thing. They say a lot of missionaries and people that, that work in Africa like that, they come, they see a, a New England Patriots shirt on. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's just like really strange mm-hmm. to see that, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's how they wound up down there. Yep, yeah. because you couldn't sell them here. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, you guys survived uh, Friday Night Football. Yeah, uh, did I listened, you? I, listened you, to part I got of your it. text that you were at Laville. I was at Laville. Yep, yep, yep. And I, I toughed out the first half. I was so cold. <laughs> I should have worn my long johns. <laughs> See, that is the one time oh, when I, I kind of am glad I'm in the press box because oh. I don't have to be cold. Yeah, do you guys need help? <laughs> well, now that you mention it, I can, uh, I can. I could do the coffee run or something like that, well, or the food run or something. I honestly would like to have somebody to take care of my stats because oh. I can't do that. So you can sit up and be our spotter. You can tell oh us who, but you can you can be like the production staff, old brother. <laughs> You'd be like the guy with a headset at the mm-hmm. NBC thing. All right, take take camera three. Oh, John, move over. Get tighter on that. You know, yeah. you, could be, you could be directing everything. Oh my goodness, that'd be scary. We go to commercial break. Joe, you're talking too much about uh, Fred over there. You need to talk about this guy over there a little bit more. Oh, okay. Rusty, you're stumbling over your words. What what do you mean by fractula? What what does that word even mean? I don't know. I was looking for fractured, but I didn't get it. Yeah, Yeah, so it turned out Friday night. I I had my sweatshirt on, my jeans. And I had my winter coat with my hood on. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say sweatshirt was definitely not. And enough. I and there were kids running around. Of course, kids are kids yeah. are kids. I mean, there was kids running around up there in shorts and sweatshirts. Oh yeah. And I go, I know you're a lot younger than I am, but oh my gosh, I mean, you got to be so cold. And I I toughed it out to halftime. Well, then it turned out the way the game turned out. I should have went the second half instead of the first half. And I'd never seen anything like it. The the there was quite a few people there from Judson. Yeah, I'm but sure. Boy, Laville home. Was, oh, I, I mean, it was packed. You couldn't get a seat. And I, I lucked out. There was some people right, just about the fifty yard line. Yeah. Everything up was was full up around the press box and all that stuff. And so I'm I'm looking and and right in the front row, right behind the the thing there, there there's like six seats, and I go. Hey, can a Plymouth guy sit here? <laughs> that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, we'll let you." That was the wrong thing to say. So I, I sat there and watched the game, and it was, it was, it was pretty good first half. But I, I tell you, um, Judson is big. Oh, yeah, they yeah. are big, strong I mean, and fast too. I mean, they good. just, I, you know, and I didn't see a, a lineup card. What they, you know, what Laville's yeah. guys were doing. You know, I mean, Plymouth here, we feel good if we got a guy that's two and a quarter or something <laughs> like that. And I think Laville's the same way. You know, yeah. they got somebody. But Judson had, good grief, they had at least five or six guys that were running 240, 250, one kid oh, yeah. 270. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of like, holy yeah. schmoly. How do they do that? <laughs> well, 
and and I've seen them play a couple of times with that group about two years ago. They were good. Uh, I saw them against CMA one one weekend, and then uh, uh, last year I went to the semi state game, mm-hmm. and they are they're good. They're really, really good. They've had the same group of kids for about three years now. So Mm -hmm. they've kind of been looking forward to this year as maybe one of those years where they could really – because they went to the semi-state last year. They got a Mm -hmm. real good shot to get to the final game. LaVille has been the same thing. I mean, they're almost like carbon copies of each other. Yeah, yeah. So, Uh, yeah. And, boy, that sectional they're in. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, that's a killer sectional. Yeah. There's going to be some – the first games – here and there, the 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 way the draw worked out, there there's going to be some very good first games. Yeah, um, like uh, I think what was it? Penn has to play Warsaw, or is it Penn playing Elkhart? Uh, I forget now. But Penn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warsaw, you know, as good as they are, they're going to run up against that buzzsaw every oh, year. Yeah. Gonna, they got to be Penn man. and Fort Wayne Snyder and oh, and Carroll's and I think Carroll's, Carroll's in that in one there. too. And Carroll's good. It's just like, well, oh. Homestead is well, they're not in that sectional, but that's, that's still that's the same oh. group. I mean, yep. yeah, they, oh they, my uh, gosh, so there's going to be some good football. Yeah, yeah it, it's just kind of like wow. I think Plymouth got, if I'm not mistaken, Benji told me they got St. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked at it a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah, he said they feel like he feels like they got a chance they could well, they could win the they, game. They possibly could. Yeah, I mean, I I think they're you know I don't know what happened Friday night. I don't was, either because all week long all I heard from him was we can beat these guys. We yeah. absolutely 100 percent can beat them. Yeah, and it yep. was just. That's the frustration part for the oh, coaching yeah. staff. Was they, they were just flat. It's yep. like nobody wanted to be there. Yeah, and you're just you're dealing with kids. It's just kind of like you know if they if they get the wrong mindset, you know, before the game, it's just kind of like well, okay. The other thing is they went through that whole thing last week and lost on the last possession that the other that Goshen had. That had to hurt. And you're, yeah, yeah, it, that had to it hurt. really hurts. But then you, yeah. that's the only thing you worry about coming back is. Mm-hmm. How are they going to respond to that kind mm-hmm. of a crushing loss? Yep. And it was like the first play they came out and just mm-hmm. punched us right in the mouth, and it was like, well, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. It no, just kind of took everything out of the. Yeah, it would have been tough. Yep, because that quarterback was legitimately oh, oh good. Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I've never seen a high school guy pretty much throw balls that catch themselves. <laughs> I mean, if those guys had dropped anything that he threw them, it would have been time for anybody. I mean, literally, in stride, mm. right on the hands. Isn't that something? I, I, and we're talking 30, 40 yards. We're Isn't not talking a little out. Isn't that crazy? He was just stepping back and throwing it down, and the yeah. guy just took off running and never yeah. even slowed down, catches it right in his hands. And Isn't that something? Wow. Has I'm he got like, some size to him or not? Yeah, he's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, oh. As good as Northwood's quarterback was, I think he's better. Uh. And that's saying something because Northwood's guy was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Uh, so yeah. there's two of them. Well, he might have some co- some uh, some uh, small colleges I can't slobbering believe, all over him. can't believe he wouldn't. Yeah, uh, well, really I tell good. you, that's wild. That's wild. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know. There, there are so many good football teams in northern Indiana this oh, year. Oh, this year is just like, wow. Well, Northwood is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, North Judson, LaVille. Yep. Uh, yep. Who else am I thinking? Well, about? Elkhart's been playing pretty well. Jimtown's not. Jimtown's not Jimtown's bad. Jimtown's unbeaten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else is unbeaten? 
Bremen Bremen has been playing. Depending on what week you get them, right. I mean they they've been playing pretty strong, you know. So it's yeah. it's just crazy. It's yeah, just, there's yeah, there's all cut. Well, Mishawaka, yeah, still in the top five. Yep. So you got two in the top five and four A in the conference. Mm-hmm. You had a top five in Warsaw and five A or six A in the conference. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. You talk about a conference that had pretty much nothing but top fives in it. And, oh boy! And I remember, I remember saying this: um, Plymouth, at one point, six games in, five of the teams they played when they played them were unbeaten mm-hmm. and ranked in the top five. Mm-hmm. Five out of six teams in the beginning of the. I mean, when you're looking at your schedule, everybody coming in is undefeated. That's got to feel a little bit overwhelming. Wow! Uh, yeah. But boy, that's I don't wild. Know. So you doing anything else other than freezing at football? Well, games? we we went on a little little trip Saturday. It was what guy was in the other day. He he lives down by Macy, and he's got a little truck patch down there, about a three acre truck patch. And so we're talking different kinds of squash and stuff like that. And um, so he told me the road number, and so we go down there on. And it's right off of thirty one. Well. There's a there's a, a little truck patch. There's a, a, a sign out there always selling squash and pumpkins and just all kinds of stuff. You right. know, I know you've seen it. Yeah. So uh, we go down there looking for this guy, and I figured it's right off of 31. So mm-hmm. we go, we see this truck pull in. So I go pulling back in there, and it's just kind of like, okay, where are we? Is this like <laughs> deliverance? <laughs> So I I pull up, he he sees us and he pulls around. And he, I said, I'm, <laughs> and I'm looking for the boss, and he says, Well, you got to go down the road. He's down that way. I said, Okay. So we go down there. We never did find the guy. So it's just kind of like, Oh my gosh. So here you know we and, and so we're driving around there. And so we had to stop at Rochester on the way back anyway because my. My sister-in-law has a problem down there at Winter, uh, west of Winnemac with mice uh, getting in her kind of pole barn garage thing. Okay, yeah. And they chewed her mower up oh, and did no. a bunch of other damage. And it, it was like 350 yeah. bucks to get this thing all rewired and everything else. Oh. And I said, oh, my gosh. So we bought her a bucket of mouse poison. Oh, okay. And kind of get rid of that. So, um, so yeah. So then we stopped. Uh, we were coming through Rochester. We said, well, let's just swing through Rochester and see what's going on. You know, well, we get into Rochester and they had like Fall Fest. Oh yeah, they okay. had the whole downtown block, oh, yeah. side streets yeah. and everything, and they had a car show down there. Uh oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so my wife says, well, I got to go to the bathroom. So we pulled in the Streamliner, and I said, well, here's five bucks. Get me a get me a burger. To, <laughs> I just hate walking in someplace and using the bathroom. Yeah, so. yeah sure. So um, I said. You go in, use the bathroom, get me a burger, and that'll give me time to go over and walk around the courthouse over here and look at some cars. And sure. So, yeah. Wow, I tell you what, it was pretty cool. But they had they had all kinds of food out there, and, and yeah. the streets blocked off, and they had some motorcycles out there and, and cars and trucks and everything else. It was just really neat. There's yeah. a lot of little communities doing that. Argus had something on yeah, Saturday Yeah, they had night. something Saturday, too. Because yeah. it was rocking out yeah. there. And I was at the soccer game, and the, uh, the, that whole parking lot behind the field there was completely full of cars. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. people everywhere. I yeah, don't I remember tell you what. what it was. Yeah, and then Culver had a Fall Fest yeah. thing, and I, there was... Somebody else around here had one, and we were looking around for something to do yesterday afternoon, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> the Bears have kind of fallen off the radar on Sundays, so. I don't know. Now, that, that's cool. Uh, one of the cool things about, you know, the county, Culver's like one huge festival until winter comes. I mean, that's, a, and then they have a winter fest. So that's kind of amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do a lot. That's kind of cool if the weather, if the weather cooperates, that's a cool festival. But the, I mean, oh. one year, a couple of years, they had the ice sculptures. Uh, they tried to have a uh, an ice fishing contest. It was actually nationally sanctioned. It was oh like my a, gosh. for the uh, I forget. There's some kind of competition. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's probably similar to auto racing or something. Oh, you go okay. from place to place, and it's like you know guys competing against each other mm. for whatever. And and that didn't. Weather didn't cooperate for that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yep, so yep, I don't think yep. they do that anymore. But Yeah, that was pretty cool, though. They had, uh, like, from where Walgreens is, uh, right there by the courthouse there yeah. in, on, in the main drag, they had, it was it was like six blocks north of there. They had literally the whole downtown blocked off. You couldn't get in there at all. And the side streets were, were loaded right. up with cars. And I don't know how many blocks this went. I walked, like, two and a half blocks up, something sure. like that, something and there was cars everywhere. I mean, they had them like three deep. You know, they had them in the middle. They had them on the sides. I mean, it was pretty cool. That like, is kind for, of amazing. For a car junkie, I yeah. mean, it was it was just pretty neat. So, yeah. Did you see anything you really liked? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford it. But, you know, <laughs> there, was a, um, there was a guy there. Um, um had a 46 Ford. Okay. Turquoise blue. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. And I've always been partial to those things because 46, 47s, and I think 48s look pretty similar. Okay. But my dad had a 47. Okay. And I wanted that car, and I never said anything. <laughs> you know, never was smart enough. as Doug, you dumbbell. You know, I wanted that car in the worst way. Yeah. Well, he wound up, he traded that car. For a 58 Oldsmobile on some cash. And I thought, doggone it. I thought, man, I should have said something. But, you know, I, I've, I've been, every time I go to a car show, I'm, I'm kind of looking at, at uh, to see what they got, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this this guy had this, this 46. And uh, then there was a guy down there who had a oh, 2008, nine something like that, Shelby ET 500. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I could get a lot of speeding tickets with that, you know. Oh my goodness! Oh, I tell you, what is there about driving fast? Oh my! I mean, a lot of people I know like to, and I'm like, eh, nah. I'm not, and I don't anymore. Yeah. I, I, you know, I get out here on the highway, and I don't pass anybody. Yeah, I, I don't set either. my cruise on like 62 miles yeah. an hour, and you know I don't care. I'm not in a big hurry to go anywhere, unless it's so. like a tractor. I'll, I'll pass that one of those. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but other than, yeah, I'm yeah. like you. I don't oh, pass. Anything. I don't care. I, don't, I, don't, I pass nobody. I go all the way to South Bend or Mishawaka, drive all the way to Warsaw on 30. You know, I don't pass a soul. Yeah. It's just man, I'm Thir- okay. 30's a nightmare. <laughs> Oh, nightmare. They, you know, we were over that way a couple weeks <laughs> it's ago. It's a nightmare. And we were coming back. We rode the the old highway over there and brought the four, well, what used to be four lane. It's now two lane, you yeah. know. But they looked like they had a lot of it paved, but they didn't have it opened up yet because they were still working on a culvert someplace in right. there. So I don't know. I'm hoping sometime in the next couple of weeks they got that ready to, you know. Even when it's open, it's just, 
it scares me to drive 30 because you're always completely surrounded by trucks. Oh, yeah. No matter where oh, you yeah. and they're all around. There are times <laughs> when you can't see anything other than the trucks around you. And I'm oh, like, boy. and whereas I think truck drivers, generally speaking, are the most safe drivers on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that one time where maybe a bird flies into the window and mm-hmm. they kind of swerve a little bit and all of a sudden everything, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I just, yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, This thing man. in the back of my head, you know, if anything went wrong here i'm yeah. the one that's that's why <laughs> that's i try to stay in trouble i i have a healthy respect and and being a, a former motorcycle rider oh, yeah. i mean you know you really if you got any brains at all you have a healthy respect oh, for somebody yeah because you're not going to win that battle no you're just not especially if you're on a two-wheel thing no you know and i would i would see truck coming and I would get clear over, oh, yeah. you know, and just let them let them have the sure. whole road, and then pull back over towards the middle of the lane a little bit, you know. They're but, kind of intimidating. They're so big, and yeah. everything else. It's just kind of. I would be a very good sized puddle on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, splat. <laughs> and I just yeah, when you're on thirty, that's. There's so many trucks. Oh, just yep. so many. I mean, they're entire, I, it looks like a sea of them going. Somebody, I, somebody was telling me one time they talked to somebody from Indot, and they said the traffic on US 30 doubles every ten years. That's and I said weird. I can why? almost. I don't know Do why know that why? would be. I don't know if there's just because there's more vehicles out there now or what. But one of these days, I am. I've been threatening to do this for a couple of years and haven't done it yet. But I'm, I'm going to sit out there at Arby's. I'm going to get a Coke. And I'm going to sit right up there by the front window, and I'm just going to count trucks just going one oh, way. Oh, yeah. Just one way. You yeah. couldn't do it both ways, but just no. just one way. I want to count for like an hour and just see how many trucks go through oh, there. I, I bet yeah. it'd be shocking. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'd be. it'd be shocking. I yeah. think some of that probably has to do with the toll road getting closed. Truckers don't oh, want to sure. pay that toll all the way, so they'll yep. come a little further south and take mm-hmm. something across like sure. that. But sure, sure. Yeah, yep. I that's well, back in the day, they used to run six a lot, but I don't know if they still do that or not. But you know, I don't see a lot, but there's they're coming yeah. from Bremen down mm-hmm. that stretch. There's there's quite yeah. a few. Used not, to run a lot, a lot of trucks on six. Yeah, not a ton of them, but there's mm-hmm. some. Yeah, um, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah so that was pretty me. cool. So I thought, yeah. So and then what? This weekend, covered bridge starts. Where's I that? Think, at? Uh, it's around Terre Haute. Okay. Uh, Park County. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bridgeton, Bridgeton, Rockville, and um, Mansfield is the main three main towns down there. But uh, I mean, these are towns like, well, I don't know. Bridgeton has a year-round population of maybe a hundred, <laughs> but during Cover Bridge Festival, it's like ten thousand. <laughs> That sounds a little bit like someplace else I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, oh, I tell you what. Yeah, if you've never done that, Cover Bridge is pretty cool. I've never done that. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you can drive down there. And, oh, I don't know, three hours maybe. Terre Haute, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. and and they got a bypass around Terre Haute now, so that that kind of helps. So mm-hmm. yeah, but um, we went around one time and we saw. Probably 15 covered bridges down there. After a while, I said, okay, I think we've seen enough. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. We've seen enough bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to go see some cars. But you can walk around and see some pretty neat stuff. And it's, it's 
a miniature blueberry. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah but it's cool. You know, yeah. all kinds of different food down there and stuff. You know, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. So. I forgot to, I just remember they had the Halloween festival out at uh, Glen a couple oh, of yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were over there. Yeah. We were over there. I'm just yeah. amazed at the number of, of festivals like that in the small oh, towns yeah. around here. Yeah. There's just yeah. always one going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you can't find something to do in yeah. in, in Indiana on the weekends, you, you're out looking. Yeah, that's definitely you know even around here, if you can't find something to do, it's something you just you don't care. Yep, you're planning to stay in anyway, and that's your excuse. Is yeah. There's nothing to do. Well, that's why I get a kick out of people. They say, "Oh, I'm bored." I said, "I wish I had time to get bored." Yeah, yeah, that's true too. See, me with my off time, I just want to recover. There you go. I hear I'm you. at an age where. I yep. just need to recover for a while. <laughs> just say, yeah, give me two days where I don't have to do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can catch up on all the other work I don't do because I'm working at my job too much. But you know, yeah, like hear my recliner calling me and say, <laughs> "Okay, Doug, come here, come here." I, I, I would have hugged you, Doug. <laughs> Get over here. Well, there you go. Oh my! I'm trying to figure out what this is. Uh, we have guests today. And yes. we have stuff to give away. Woohoo. I'm trying to figure out what I do with this. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll save it for later. What we're going to do now is we're going to give away some lottery tickets. Ooh, there we go. Uh, I got two, three. No, I got four. Holy cow. Four scratch-offs from the Hoosier Lottery. Well, you got dice uh, up here, and you must have more dice over there. Yes, I do. Yeah. I have dice. I will roll them, and we will come up with caller number six. Ooh. Remember, if you've won anything from uh, any lottery tickets from us in the last six months, give somebody else a shot because people love these things. And if you win, the only stipulation is you have to tell us because we like to know if you uh, you were happy. We love making people happy. But uh, we've got four scratch-offs. Caller number six, 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. Good luck. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code TRUNK for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code TRUNK for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRUNK. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. Choose independence and peace of mind. That's what you'll find at Miller's Assisted Living in Plymouth. 
Miller's apartments have been thoughtfully designed with your comfort and enjoyment in mind. Miller's would like to invite you to come out and let our enthusiastic staff give you a personal tour. Miller's Senior Living Community. This community's choice for assisted living. I got the wrong song because I hit the wrong button. But it's not Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. Yeah, it's Monday. It's Monday. It was supposed to be Monday song, and well, I was trying to do more than I should have been doing, yep. and I hit there you go. the wrong button. So we got fast forwarded to Tuesday. You so. know, I found out some time ago that if Mondays didn't come so early in the week, it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> if we could maybe start with Tuesday and Wednesday, and then maybe throw Monday in, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I have two ladies here that are giving me funny looks. Your your logic is perfect. <laughs> However, I'm not sure about mm-hmm. the human reaction to just just renaming days. I mean, basically, that's what you're saying. Is Wednesday oh, sure. should be Monday sure. and Tuesday yeah. should be Wednesday. Why not? Why not? I can get behind that. <laughs> Maybe I ought to run for emperor, and, and that would be the platform. Yep, of, yep. Um, we're going to make yep. Monday, Wednesday. And yep. I, don't want to be I president. bet I could win. I don't want to be president. I want to be king. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of running for czar this year. Yeah, but, there you uh, go. Just <laughs> there figure you there's go. enough going on with the Russian name that I don't need to yeah, run for there czar. You go. I don't really want that job. Ladies, how are you? Marvelous. How are you? <laughs> I haven't quite had a cup of coffee yet, but I'm hanging in there. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have much left, so you're on I'm like, I was admiring it across the way here. It's Katie and Donna from the Reese, and I'm sure you want to talk about a bunch of programming you got coming up. I, you know, we hear little little bits and pieces of what's going to be going on in there. I mean, uh, Doug just told us is you're working on getting the uh, Max and Cucky players in there for a, a date. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? I mean, it, it's busy. Sure. Well, we actually spent six years renovating um, to talk to people about timeshares. So if you'd like to talk about timeshares, no. I'm just joking. I just thought that would get people's attention. <laughs> so uh, we are really excited about bringing in different programming. Um, we uh, are trying to do a diverse audience. So I don't want you to come in and think that every single time it's going to be an expensive ticket and it's going to be the same show that you've seen 100 times in Plymouth. And so what we're trying to do is think outside of the box. And uh, what we're bringing in, um, starting this weekend, we are going to do, it's a one beautiful day in the neighborhood in conjunction with a chili cook-off with the library. So we'll have two showings of that. And then what we're going to do is start programming, um, for instance, on October 29th, we'll be showing Young Frankenstein. Oh! So I, right? Cool. Classic, right? I, I can show you. Um, this is my best impersonation. <laughs> so I'm just getting everybody excited. <laughs> so uh, Fra Blucher, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. Oh, right. I tell you. So, so that'll be following um, the 
Ghost Walk. So right after the Ghost Walk at the museum, we'll she'll be showing Young Frankenstein. Once we get to November, I get really excited because <laughs> on November 12th, we're going to have Josh Duffy and his 1920s band. Mm. We are going to have Andy Davis. So he is, you know, he's performed here before. On Thanksgiving Eve, we are going to throw a massive party at Brett Wisconsin, a Plymouth Ooh, native, yeah, is going to be coming sure. in to give us some entertainment. Yeah. yeah. We are also um, knocking it out of the park for Christmas time. Okay. So, December 3rd, we're going to have Christmas style stand up comedy. <laughs> Christmas style. Is Santa going to be there doing stand up or. Uh, we don't know if, if it, by the time he gets up on stage, he may not be standing up, but his jokes will be good. I, I hear that he's got a great act. You're right. He's really good. <laughs> yes, he's so you're right. He does. And December 10th is when we're going to be bringing in the Mexicucky players. Oh, oh, yeah. With, cool. a, with a live nativity scene. So oh, this that's is full really French. cool. This is, yeah, really? This is the full oh, French my programming. Goodness. Um, and Dr. Hollum's son, a grandson who is 12 years old, mm-hmm. is coming to audition to play his violin at that program as well. Oh, so wow, we cool. are, we're bringing him left and right for cool. this programming. Cool. I didn't know he played. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till I see it. <laughs> <laughs> so we do mm. have, um, I don't know what kind of Christmas traditions you have started or have with your families. But I remember when I was little, we used to go and watch the lights. And my mom would always make us go, ooh, ah, family fun, right? Because we were just cheap entertainment. But we have really gotten down to what I think is special family traditions. And we are doing Christmas tree displays inside the Reese on December uh, 16th and 17th. And we will have all of these Christmas trees lit up. Kids can come in and see them. We can vote for our best Christmas tree. And so it's just really a fun thing that you can do with your kids and not have to stand outside in the cold and, or go in the car right. for hours looking at different Christmas tree lights. It's just really fun. Mm-hmm. And it gets you downtown, and maybe you need to pick up Grandma's present at the same time. That's what we're here for. You know what I mean? So, and um, because Brent Martin specifically asked us to show Polar Express, and we never say no to Brent Martin. I was going to suggest that if nobody else had. Right. Oh. Uh, so in conjunction with the Candlelight Marketing downtown, we are going to be showing Polar Express on December 22nd. So I bet you could show that for the whole week. I know. That would be... So, um, oh. and to end out the year, we are having a huge New Year's Eve blowout. Okay. And we will have Memphis Underground and Close Up Magic and Magic on Stage by Tyler Sherwin, who wow. is a, out of Fort Wayne. So we have a huge lineup. So these things that I've mentioned, in between all of these things, we have a candidate night. We have uh, Dustin's Place is going to be doing a grief programming for um, Grief for Children. We're doing all of these local things as well. So you have to check out our social media you need to check out our facebook page you need to check out our website and tickets and information will be on this website and you just need to go and click everything that you want to check off that your list because we have something for everybody Mm -hmm. yeah well and talk a little bit about the movies too because this isn't going to be 
This isn't going to be just like a. You go into the movie, they program. This is like state of the art. You're going to see these films in a way you've never seen them before with the, the equipment you guys have. Right. Well, Linda, I'm sorry. Donna can attest to the fact. That, I'm sorry, I haven't had my coffee. So, so Donna can t- attest to the fact that when they were planning this, uh, they have just gone all out. So Donna, could you mention a little bit of what we've done with uh, with putting in the putting the on screen? the screen? Yeah. yeah, like our screen. Yeah. Everybody likes our screen. Oh, <laughs> our screen. It's amazing. Yeah, we had. It uh, is amazing. You know, when Denver started his concert, and we started out with the American flag. That was a nice little touch. Probably one of the bigger flags you've ever seen around. Mm-hmm. And uh, this past weekend, we had two showings of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And it started out, we were going to have one showing. <clears throat> you okay there, Rusty? Raise your yeah, arm. Raise your I'm arm. Fine. You're okay. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, we were going to start out with just one showing. And the response was phenomenal. So we added another showing, and that response was phenomenal as well. Yeah. That's and then we cool. had Willy Wonka, a.k.a. Denny Bob. I, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Did you see him? <laughs> He was the perfect. Oh my Willy gosh! Wonka. Yeah, yeah. So we see, yeah, to yeah. see that on the big screen, and mm-hmm. and we had one lady come in, and she said, you know, I was eleven when my grandpa brought me here to see Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. and she pointed to her granddaughter, and she said, she's eleven, oh. and she said, it's just you know making memories, and I don't know who was more excited about going in there <coughs> to a movie if it was the kids or if it was the parents. Yeah, seriously. Well, yeah. Because mm-hmm. once again, you know, it's that memory right. coming back and, yeah. and having that again and sharing that with your kids is, right. is big. I think you should do the Three Stooges, and I want I want to be Curly. <laughs> <laughs> you have the perfect hair for it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I messed you. I messed you up good tonight. Yeah, you did. I'm kind of. Well, we're really excited uh, to be able to show programming where uh, kids can come in. Or we're going to feature some adult movies as well. So we, you know, we want to give it a, the adults a chance to get out oh, and, sure. and enjoy the big screen without having to make sure that the kids are entertained. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that everybody has a chance to see what this this screen is all about. Rusty, we missed you at improv. What what night was that? Thursday night. I'm oh, not I was. Sure you'd yeah, be there. no, I was busy. I had a soccer game to cover. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay, I guess you can miss it this time. I was working. So. We expect to see you at the next Um, one. You know, I may have uh, Ebola uh, at that point. I just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm planning on catching that right about then. So. Well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't make you come on stage, but we definitely need that the mouth of yours to be shouting out suggestions. Oh, audience, well, you so. know, they, you, you may find some of those suggestions may be a little inappropriate, but that's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so I, are you going to have another improv? No. We are. So right around Valentine's Day, happy un-Valentine's Day. So this is going to be anti-Valentine's Day, just just getting out there and, and, and making fun of the season and all the lovey-dovey stuff that people don't really appreciate, but they love it anyway. Amateur night is something. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, you so, gals, if you gals had a chance to get on YouTube and listen to some of this dry bar humor, it's, it's on there. It, these guys... This one guy, he he's 65, 70, something like that. And he, he gets up there. He says, I never realized how stupid I was until I got married. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. It's hilarious. Some of these guys are just so funny. Uh, I think that we've talked with her. And, and Katie, we haven't had a chance to talk to you. This is the first time you're in. But we talked about stand-up uh, sure. going on. I mean, uh, I imagine that's something that you're going to seek out. 
and and have some stand up nights. We are. So I am extremely excited when anybody has a chance to have a talent like that. I have done stand up two times. Oh, God one for yes. five minutes and one for ten minutes, and oh, I wow. and I I did it, you know, and people laughed, and I, that was you know probably the end of my career. <laughs> but I tell you, if you have a knack for it, we are seeking you out oh, desperately yeah. because it's. It, I mean, it's amazing, and we are bringing uh, you know people in for, um, on our December third stand up for Christmas. We're bringing people out of South. Ben, out of Goshen, you know, if anybody's interested here, we love the opportunity to see somebody make a fool of themselves <laughs> at our expense. Other, other right, than us. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I did get up and do improv um, for our improv night. I was really excited to do that. But showcasing talent here in, in the community is really what we want yeah. to do as well. So if you can make me laugh, you get to come up on our stage. So, wow. And that doesn't take very much. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, hang out with a couple of stand-ups, and it is definitely a skill. Um, and, you know, it's like they say, some guy tells jokes at the, the factory, and everybody, oh, you ought to be a stand-up. It's right. a little bit more complicated. And then you have to determine what kind of stand-up you are. Uh, are you Exactly. One. Are you, you know, are you a carrot top where you have props? Yeah. Are you, you know, can you do one-liners? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or is your face just good enough? Does it stand alone? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just never know. And I was a prop person, so I was not funny by myself. <laughs> I had to have something to entertain them while I was pretending to make jokes. So. I got to admit, I've done a ton of improv in my life, but mm-hmm. I, I've never been dumb enough to do stand-up. <laughs> oh never That's once. I, I, I watch these guys and I say, you know, I'd make it about 15 seconds seconds and then i'd wet myself and leave the stage so you know it's just it would be a traumatic experience to stand. well it's amazing what you learn about comedians after the fact that you know history you know like oh. bob, bob hope right always use cue cards well always. really very rarely did he say anything and and Ed Sullivan the same way mm-hmm. used cue cards and and uh, but Bob Hope you know he always had those little one liner things right. and always somebody had a cue card out there and I thought at least gave him the idea of what he was going to say you know right. and I thought wow I said that's that's pretty amazing so it wasn't all off the top of their heads you know so well speaking of coming up with things off the top of your head we do have a candidate night okay yeah with over thirty candidates on October twenty seventh wow. and that's free to the public come in make them sweat. Use your improv skills and ask them the questions that we really need to know to make an executive decision on this this next election. Thirty. So, oh, we closed. I didn't realize so, there were thirty candidates. Yeah, well, not it's, it's all the way here, all the way up, up the chain. So we have quite a bit of people, you know, on the higher yeah. higher ballots as well. So well, that, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great idea because yeah. you don't normally get that chance no. here. To have, I mean, they have them, but they're, yeah. You know, when you have somebody younger who wants to vote, Mm -hmm. but don't know who the people are, they're they're, they're intimidated. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? This brings them down to your level and even gives you a chance to, you know, ask something that maybe you've been dying to know. And even better, you've got them all in one place. Right. I mean, it becomes easy to get (laughs) the We'll cover the exit sign so they don't know where to leave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah, that makes sense to me because not everybody. I mean, they have candidate nights, but it's usually three or four people, and it's all over the place. And right. uh, you know, you, you work and you don't feel like driving to so and such to see that it's just another politician. But to have them all right there in one night, you can get all the info you need yeah. for your. Well, I hope that you need for right. casting <laughs> your ballot. Gonna, everybody's going to come to candidates night because they want to see the Reese. 
There you, you go. Know, yeah, and the that too. Professionals have been after this. When's, when's it going to be done? We want to have candidates night there. Mm. So mm. they they got their wish, and now they're going to have candidates night there. Yeah. And hopefully, once we get our cameras all in and the live streaming, oh, yeah. you know that'll be great because we can live stream it to the uh, mm. assisted living and, sure. and, and other shut-ins, so they can take advantage of it too. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, and I'm sure you've got a lot of other stuff like that. I know education is a big part of what you want to do. It is. So I think that even just allowing us to partner with the school system is a great opportunity. I can't tell you um, we are bringing in an act in May, and um, we have offered to the schools to, to do a free performance at the school system it's going to be something that maybe not every kid's going to be able to come to the reese to see it so we're going to bring mm-hmm. the, the entertainment to them as well we want to allow you know the school system or any educational aspects to be a part of it because that's huge allowing them to have something that they may not have access to because public school is public school and so we we really want to take advantage of any opportunity we can partner with and that's even bringing the arts to them as well, because education and arts is is important. Because a lot of this stand up or improv, or music or theater, it, a lot of these kids who are younger, COVID is their reality. My daughter, she started kindergarten when COVID happened, right. so she was a so it was really hard now to try to get her out to enjoy some of these things. And I said, you know, we really need to get these kids out and take advantage of of the arts because they don't know anything besides technology at this point. And I imagine you'd be willing uh, with obviously right to bring somebody in. You've got all that tech equipment, all the lights and sound and everything else. And Katie, you know, there's a lot of kids over at that high school just love that aspect of the theater. And I imagine you probably give them a chance to get involved with that too. Sure. Um, We are um, discussing currently um, trying to do internships, Um, you know, even if we're doing an internships during the summer so that where they're able to learn it. I think it's great because I know that uh, the high school just got some new tech equipment for their auditorium and even partnering with them to show them the correct procedures, having somebody go through, and this may be more state of the art than what they received, but even that cross knowledge, they could go anywhere and, and, and help with a, a stage. And that was, if that's what somebody wants to do and that's the education that they're leaning towards in high school, we want to encourage it. And, you know, and you know what I'm talking about again, how far ahead you feel because at Plymouth, they let you touch the equipment. Right. It's not watch me do it. It's like, here's how it's done. Do it. Right. Make it work. And, you know, Denver and I were talking about that years ago. The head start we felt we got in that industry because – we knew how to do that stuff, and everybody right. else didn't. Uh, we we had that hands-on experience, and we we were a step ahead of everybody. Right. And if you've got state-of-the-art stuff going on, you know, we've got guys in, in L.A. doing lights and sound for concerts and everything else that came out of Plymouth High School. This right. is another way yeah. for them to, to get yeah. that experience. Right. Well, Tim Starr was just on. Yes. Every, yeah. And, I mean... His knowledge of technology and all of that, I mean, and he's impressed, so we all should be impressed yeah. with what mm-hmm. they have put into the Reese. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have not heard what the sound system sounds like down there, but I was upstairs when you, when you guys were doing the open house thing, and Jim Hartung was up there. And and I go, well, it's too bad they don't know have anybody that knows anything about sound up here. And he said, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I was looking at some of the equipment, and oh, my goodness. Mm. I mean, if it sounds as good as it looks, I mean, right. wow, it should be great. 
should be great. Now, that's one place that you guys didn't spare any expenses on that. No. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still looking for the spot where we did spare expenses. <laughs> Honey, you look so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of that. Like, yeah, I tell you. It's just a weariness that seems to be slowly coming off of you. (laughs) Yeah, and she's younger than I am. (laughs) How do you go about choosing an act for this? I mean, if you're you're considering somebody for how do you go about choosing them? It's for you, Doug. Yeah, we're trying to do a show here, Doug. I don't know about you. So so choosing acts is a little bit different. Because of the versatile space that we have with the Reese, we don't have fixed chairs, so we don't have to show a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to show a you know a, a performance. We can really do anything that we that we want to in that space. Mm-hmm. Take the chairs out, put tables. You know, it could become a dancing space. There's a dance floor out there. You know what I mean? We can really set up the space to how ha- to house whatever entertainment we want, right? Of course, when we're bringing in the acts, what we're trying to do is make sure there's something for everybody. So I don't want to do all of these high-dollar people who are coming in to put on a great show, which is really nice to have those things, and we need to treat ourselves to that kind of entertainment. But you also want to have some community events where people get to see the space and use the space because that's what it's created for. It's created so that everybody has a chance to have an outlet or a chance at a venue where in the community. Um, somebody had a question that I didn't get to the last time you guys were in. Uh, they asked about the chairs. Um, are they just normal folding chairs, or are they some different kind of hybrid thing that you're putting in there? We actually just took uh, the uh, the barber chairs that were over at the barber shop and really? just put them in there. Yeah. Ooh. No, I'm just joking. No. You're gonna be cutting hair in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's we gonna can do that. The the Uncle Doug branch off. Right. Hair <laughs> we, put, we put our butts in a lot of seats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Donna, can you uh, can you let them know what kind of seats we use and what you added by hand to each one of those seats? Oh yes, we have a slightly padded seat, and everybody, I really haven't heard any complaints about them until I leaned over at uh, the improv night and I said to a lady, "How do you like?" Or I said, "Did you find our seats comfortable?" And she turns around and looks at me and says, "No." <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Oh, at least you know how she felt. That's true. I, mean, I like people who are honest. <laughs> yeah, I I think they look great. Forever, so who they cares? look great. I haven't sat on one, but yeah, I, they look not, great. Oh my! They're not plush and you know like you'd get at the theater. Or anything, sure, it, it works. For yeah, two hours. Well, and you're, you, it, that's the only way to be flexible enough to have the space the right. way you need it. And they're stackables. And uh, there was a kid from Plymouth, uh, Plymouth graduate, who worked at the company. And we just happened to find these seats that we thought we were going to go with. And, oh, look, so-and-so works there. We'll have to give him a call. You know, there is another divine intervention. And then, you know, our fearless leader is very um, particular. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. So he didn't want people to have drinks on the floor, which is an excellent idea. Right. Because, you know, somebody's going to misplace their foot and... Boop, there yep, 100%. So we, he found attachable drink holders that you could put on a stroller or anything else. And one day I went in there and went through 225 chairs and attached these attachable drink holders. But the trick is, if you want to stack your chairs, they got to all come off. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> uh. So when we have a dinner theater or anything like that, 
You see Donnie in there taking. Oh, <laughs> do they? Are they like screwed on or how? Do they, yeah, they have just a little oh, mechanism tight. that yeah that you tighten up has padded has like a padded cloth. And then mm. it, you know you can swing them in under right. the seat and out for when they're in use. <laughs> Wow, that, so you're gonna you gonna hire somebody just to do that? Because <laughs> that sounds like that's a major job. That's uh, well, Bill Langdon was in helping me one well, day. Bill and Mindy were, and, you know, Bill the efficiency expert. Oh yeah, yeah. So he started doing it, and he thought he had the hang of it, and he starts timing himself. Okay, we should be able to do this. I got him done in 45 seconds. Wait, now I'm down to 15 seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So anybody who would like to race Bill Langdon on the next time that we put them out, we will have a contest, and you guys can come in and see who's the fastest. We'll give a warm-up row, and then after that, yeah, there you go. All timed. That's funny. Maybe we could race some funds that way. That's an idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is. You could get Bill back and have him timed, and and if he beats a specific time, you got to pay. X amount of yeah, dollars. there you go. Like a like a the Calcutta. Yeah, there you go. That sounds good to me. Okay, <laughs> okay. I um, remember that one. Resident company. Do you ever see a day when that might happen? And I'm thinking even something that you would share with Wild Rose Moon, like an improv company, a theater company, sure. uh, some musical group that has that as their home. Is that? Uh, are you in my head? Uh, I just want to know, Rusty. I you're you're these vibes that you're saying. <laughs> no. I'm like, how does he know? He better be in somebody because he's I, not in his own. <laughs> I uh, I had the joy of running my own theater company a long so, time ago. So I don't know if you know my affiliation. Um, I do currently uh, direct, act, and uh, I am a part of their house staff for uh, the Wagon Wheel Theater in, in Warsaw. And so I am constantly looking for opportunities for people in, com- in the community to have a voice, to be able to do what they love to do. I'm a mom of four, and I don't like to be called Kylie's mom. I want to be Katie, you know what I mean? And so what I, what I want to do is partner with all of these surrounding theaters so we have napanee we have rochester is going to open up a new one um honeywell and wabash um mm-hmm. we have ours and we have the, the, the wagon wheel as well mm-hmm. and um, i'm currently am in marketing for a kosciuszko county and surrounding area marshall county and surrounding area uh community theater association Mm -hmm. and so what we're trying to do is um starting in january we will have a murder mystery on january 21st and that'll be a dinner with a murder mystery that will be the first chance that we'll be partnering with the wagon wheel community theater bringing in there and also bringing in some of our actors here locally for instance maggie coopley will be part of that cast Mm -hmm. so what we'll be doing is partnering with all of these different places having two or three maybe up to five Shows that we've already done and we've perfected. We've, maybe we've done them at Wagon Wheel. Maybe we've done them here. And we can take them to all of these different places and then have a partnership where we can bring something that they've mm-hmm. done over here. Yeah. I can tell you having perhaps a professional theater might not be something that we would do because I don't think that that lends itself to you know, a venue if you wanted to have a wedding reception. <clears throat> I know that takes away all of your, all of your weekends. And that's not fair. But I think having an improv troupe or having a local community theater is a must for this community because mm-hmm. there's so many talented people. 
and we need Donna to run around and put cup holders on. So we need something to do right. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other part of that, too, is there's now two venues that are – I mean, uh, Wild sure. Rose Moon, I it's love beautiful. those rooms. They are beautiful. fabulous. But right. it's it, a, a small improv company. That's right. a perfect room. So mm-hmm. I think that, that that space lends itself to uh, to an intimate uh you know gathering to where like we could do a show and not have to open up the entire reason in partnership with them i think that's a great and i think that you know like you know speak uh spoken word poetry or poetry slams or reading scripts and things of that nature that's a great space for that i love that we have that flexibility and i think that partnership will come as we start to establish who we are, who they are, who we are together. And I think that it's going to be a great opportunity for everybody mm-hmm. to, whatever you're up to or whatever you're into, having that space as well. So, yeah. And you've already partnered with them on yeah, one event. Yeah, sure. we did on Pierre. We saw, yeah, we yes. saw up in Bristol one time. They have a little theater up there. Oh, yeah. And uh, we saw an Agatha Christie thing up there. Okay. It was hilarious. I I, mean, uh, I did improv. They have that. They used to have an, an annual fe- improv festival. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Elkhart Civic's been there a long, long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, long time. Um, okay, resident company, we've got that taken care of. Sure. And, um <laughs> He has notes. He came prepared. Well, we were talking about it earlier. I've got I've got this thing about remembering anything, right. and I every day I have at least one point in the interview where I'm like, you know, I forgot completely what I was going to ask you. I had a great question, but it's going. So I'm I'm starting to write them down. Uh, how about music acts? I mean, is it going to run? It, obviously, you got to run the gamut from you know more popular pop culture kind of music to like Pierre Ben Susan. Sure. So we are booking different types of acts. Obviously in November we have a couple of acoustics <clears throat> we have a nineteen twenties band, things of that nature. But we do in January are looking for a nineteen eighty five band to come in and, and hit that kind of music. We also have a professional pianist coming from Vienna wow. and he's gonna be coming in June or July and in order to, you know, give us uh, his talents as well as bring in some of the students from the school to perhaps have a lesson or, you know, do a private concert for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're really trying to book um, local talents if there's anybody in the area or um, sometimes we want a bigger venue. So, you know, bringing in somebody from out of town is necessary. So we're really trying to touch everybody's taste in right. music what group was it um back a few years ago they used to bring in different groups like that and they would sponsor it was oh, that encore the, was it? Yeah. maybe that yeah, yeah maybe it was that yeah yeah and we saw oh jimmy i don't know how many people we saw we saw the glenn miller band they brought them in um uh marvin hamblish uh came into the high school and that was one of the most amazing nights i ever oh, had yeah. in the, yeah. the auditorium oh my gosh that was incredible what a musician yeah and um uh, yeah, it just yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I would love to bring you know some of the the oldies you know having Elvis you know oh, yeah. or something of that nature. I think that it's just fun you know to have something for everybody and you know mm-hmm. and the bigger acts. I can tell you, um, I'm not a country fan, but you know that's 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 a that's a group in and itself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you you can't forget them just because you don't like them. Now I I might not listen to it when it's here, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's but it's fun to be able to you know bring in other people's styles and you know may, it may transition me that I may like country music after it's over. You know <laughs> you never know. Yep. How about 
Okay, you're you're doing a lot of booking. Is is that what is your job exactly? What do you do? What is what is the description? Randy Danielson points, and I say, "Okay." Okay, very good. <laughs> no, as long as you know. No, that's not, you're not the you're only right. one. So. <laughs> John, <laughs> right, right. Well, it was funny because Donna said, um, "Now we can go back to our respective spouses because they had been married for this whole project, and they said when our our spouses are going to be are used to us home now." So, um, my my official title is um, artistic director and events coordinator. So when we originally um, were talking about me coming in, um, what I was doing is, you know, doing talent, um, you know, doing things of that nature. Um, I also kind of snuck in and started setting up their concessions and doing some of their house manager staffing because I'm already comfortable doing that. Um, All of these things that I've done, for instance, directing or, you know, being part of the wagon wheel or um, bartending, you know, all of these things that I've done in my in my younger years have led me to this position. And I say younger years because it was twenties when I was slinging beer. So, (laughs) so, but, but now, but now that I'm in this position, I feel like I'm, you know, all of my talents are being utilized. Will I do that forever and do the house management position? Probably not forever, but I felt that there was a need that I could fill. And if I'm able mm-hmm. to do it and I have the talents to do it, I might as well. Sure. So for this grand opening, it was really nice because we needed somebody to step into that role um, while they had all of their, their spotlight moments. Um, but now that they're wanting to step back, my, my goal is to bring talent and to make the Reese um, shine like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it all started because we wanted somebody to help with improv. <laughs> Well, yeah. oh my! And Katie's name came up, and then it just—there you go—exploded. The rest is history. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, what I was going to ask before I wanted to find out your uh, your whole <laughs> your whole whatever it is they're going to have. Right. You don't probably even know yet what you'll end up doing, but anyway. Um, outside bookings. I mean, you're doing a lot inside. If somebody has, they want to have like a country music festival and bring a couple of acts in mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, is is are you open to that? Yes. Um, so what we've done is we have all of our, our, our rental prices fina- uh, finalized. So that means that if somebody is wanting to reach out, have an event at the Reese itself, they can contact us. Um, we, they can go through and email us or um, contact the number, whatever they need to, to, to get a hold of us. And we'll, we'll do some initial talking, uh, find out what your need is, find out what the date is especially, and then uh, go from there. We are open to kind of whatever people are wanting to use this space for because that's what it's so versatile. You right. might as well, right? But we also want to make sure that it's – under oh yeah you yeah. know what i mean so we, we don't want to give them the world and you know and promise them the world because it is only you know 235 seats you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. so having something that's too big and it's not going to be big enough space it, we don't we don't want to run into problems so right. mm-hmm. you know we we love the way it's designed and we love the way that it's going to work so we're going to try to make anything work for the people who would like to have it. So I know a lot of the, the stand-up comics that, that I know, they have their own shows they bring with them. It's not just them. They'll, right. they'll bring four or five of, uh, of other people with them, and what they do is they say, hey, we'll bring this in for you for the night, and sure. we'll share whatever we make or whatever. But um, I know there are a couple of guys around that are doing that that are uh, – well, I know the, my friend works in uh, – uh, the Chicago area and Fort Wayne, places like that, Indianapolis. So, right. uh, and he's got four or five guys that 
and he knows other guys who have four or five guys. So sure. that's, that's kind of going on right now already. So, uh, which make, is really great. So it takes the thought work out of what right. I have to do. Oh, sure, you got guys, bring them on. I'm gonna yeah. say, I, might, <laughs> I might send them your direction because yeah, they—that's they, exactly what they do. They find a bar or a venue of like a Elks Club or something, right. and they just bring a show in for them. And, and I think that Plymouth needs comedy. I, I mean, you know, Plymouth I, needs the arts. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Sure. And I've always said that it was a shame because i traveling the world when I was younger, you come to a lot of towns and you wonder, there were a lot of places we went where there was a really thriving theater community in smaller communities than this one. And I always thought with the, the number of kids that are coming out of the high school with that kind of talent, because there's a lot of them, that'd be a perfect mess. Keep them in town and give them someplace to work. That's, People in the arts here go out of town for the reason that they have to right. to work. And yeah. I always thought if we had something here. Yeah. And it's and it's even, for instance, somebody like myself who took a long break in between before we started acting again. I mean, adults need outlets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I sure. need somebody. I need somewhere where I can be myself or, you know, showcase something that I can do. And, and just feel like, hey, I'm doing something. Right. You know what I mean? And it's really fun to be able to say, you know, I've acted. You yeah. know, I've acted several times on the Wagon Wheel stage. I have directed close to seven to eight productions on the Wagon Wheel stage. Am I excited about the Reese and having an opportunity to do that here? Of course. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it just it's really fun to be able to, to, you know, to bring what I can do. And and somebody else can do the same thing. You know, it's great. It's it, it's that's the That's the beauty of the Reese. I know that conferences and things like that, you got any of those coming up? I mean, I, I know that with the technology you have, you can bring in speakers from all over the world or whatever. I mean, has anybody uh, hit up on that yet? Sure. Well, we have had several um, community um, people who have reached out, um, set a tentative date. Um, you know, Mayor Mark Center has did his... Uh, mayoral roundtable, sure, you know, yeah. so he, that, that's going to be on there. Um, we have a couple of other meetings um, that are set up for a tentative date. You know, it's it's really nice because we had uh, mm-hmm. people from Notre Dame come in for our very first, uh, and they said this is going to be the nicest screen oh, yeah. that they ever have yeah. to do a PowerPoint presentation. Wow. So cool. to really uh, to be able to do that. Um, we're really excited because the Reese isn't even quite finished yet. You know that there's going to be a third space. So in the third floor, there's going to be an additional meeting room. So if you don't need 100 people coming or, you know, we are going to have another opportunity to have a meeting space that's more intimate. So if you only have 10 to 12, you could also use that space. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be great for, you know, maybe company parties or something of that nature. So we're really looking forward to not only a reversatile in this big room, we got you upstairs, too. Right. So. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I mean, I can see it. Well, wedding reception, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, it, you know, if you're having a celebration like a uh, – I'm trying to think something off the top of my head. You see why I don't do improv anymore. <laughs> um, something like just a, a family reunion or something sure. like that. It, it's not like a, a wedding or something. I mean, any kind of right. gathering that, that – 
that's a good space for it. Say, say your business did very well for the first two quarters. You want to congratulate them by giving them yeah. an intimate dinner or, you know, like, and we'll have a bar up there so you can get them drinks or whatever. Just something of that nature where it's like, I don't want to just go to, you know, I want to be able to just talk and we can still talk about business and do toast and all of that. This is going to be an opportunity. Well, I just thought Christmas parties too. I mean, yeah. a company Christmas party or something like that. Now, the catering end of it, you guys are not doing that, correct? You need to bring in your own. Sure. So we actually do not have our own caterer, but we have approved list for you to, okay. to, to yeah. check out. Um, we're adding to that list. So if somebody were to say, hey, we're a catering business, we would like to give you our credentials to be considered. We're certainly doing that at this time. But what we're trying to do is keep with our quality of standards that we have currently and making sure that it's not going to be spoiled by one end or another. Sure. So definitely mm-hmm. want to make sure that the catering is on the same quality as what our our, our established sure. is. Sure. You don't want to have Bubba bringing his barbecue in there and messing things up, you know. Uh, Bubba probably has good barbecue, uh, but if you know if he doesn't bring the napkins, then that's what's messing there up. There you go. That, right? It could be a problem. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you you have a goal or a um um I don't want to say minimum, but you have a goal of how many nights you want this place to be busy. I'm, I'm assuming that's every night if it could happen. Right. But, I mean, what? there's got to be some level where you say, okay, we're going to be okay with this the first year, and then we need to – I mean, what's your goal for that first year? Well, I could tell you that I am very ambitious and I'm very competitive. So the more days that I can book, yeah. the better I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So – I, I tried to say, you know, we're going to we're going to balance it very well. We're going to have wedding stuff during the summer. We're going to have some productions during the summer. But what we our ultimate goal is if you want to book this space, if we have a date that's available, we're going to get you in. Sure. So we, our goal is not to try to, to to refuse anybody, but make the calendar work. So it's fluid enough that if you have a day that you're wanting, it's going to be available for you. So. Um, just occurred to me, like if, if you are an outside, if you haven't seen the band or you haven't seen the act or the show or whatever, is there an audition process? I mean, you talked about the quality. There's some things that, well, sure. you know what I'm talking about. Well, that's my job. Yeah. So you let, let me, I'll worry about the quality and, and I'll check out the YouTube and I'll check out the, you know, yeah. the, all the social media and, and get the, get the people who are coming in. That we're going to want to see. Sure. I can tell you that I'm bringing in talent that has been on America's Got Talent or have been on bigger stages or have performed or opened up for names that we all know. So, you know, we're not mm-hmm. – of course, we're going to have local talent as well. So, Rusty, if you wanted to come and bring right. your improv skills right. back up there, yeah. we're going to consider you for sure. Now, but would we- you want to see some of my work? Or, or would you... Correct. So okay. so what I've done is I've actually, you know, for this improv event, I went out and found acts who I have seen sure. before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or there's certain things that we're doing. You know, um, I get a lot of requests or a lot of suggestions from people in my email a lot. So, you know, going through and filtering out what we're going to do and what fits for the timing and for our schedule and... Whatever makes Randy happy and makes Donna happy, I'm cool. How about, I mean, there's going to be times when maybe an act that wants to come in that uh, the only, I'm going to put it gently, is maybe not family friendly. Sure. Why don't you talk a little bit about your standards in that direction? Because I'm sure that 
that there is right. some definite idea of what you want to see. So um, I can tell you, um, for instance, on December 3rd, we're bringing in, that's an adults-only stand-up comedy. Sure. We'll make it very clear that it's going to be adults-only. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to bring something in, and we're going to have, like, a special night. Then we'll advertise it that way. We're never going to just make the public <laughs> think that this is going to be every single time. It's going to be G and, and going forward. Sure. Adults get to have fun, too. You know what I mean? And so I think that at the same time, we need to give them enough caution to say, hey, this is what it is. You know what I mean? But At the same time, you're not going to bring in anything that might... No, I mean, you're not going to have like a, no. a death metal weekend or something no. like that. No, so, <laughs> uh, right. But you know, I, I just, I, I think that uh, what I've heard from from everybody involved, Donna and Randy, and everybody, is that want this to be safe for yeah. families, and and that is a, a major priority to certainly. what you want to do. Certainly, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't ever want to get a reputation where you know we're excluding kids because. That's a huge that's that's a huge part right. of the community. So we we definitely want to bring in some adult only fun oh, for yeah. you know people to be able sure. to get out. For instance, New Year's would be an adult only sure. event because it's mm-hmm. you know it's lasting till midnight. Um, if my kids lasted till midnight, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. So that's but but at the same time, we want to make sure that you know we're we're making it very clear that sure. it's, that's that it's an adult only event. Sure, that's always a good idea. Let them know ahead of time. If I can last till midnight, it's kind of like yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Depends on what day it is. Actually, oh my, I tell you, I can stay up pretty late on a Saturday night, but. Mm. Wow. That's because I don't have to get up on Saturday. I usually Saturday, so. turn into a pumpkin about 10, 30, or 11. <laughs> My husband says that I cannot sit on the couch anymore without falling asleep. Oh, really? So that's You're where... busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's my wife. She we we get watching something at night. Next thing I know, I look over there, and she's just kind of like got yeah. laid back. <laughs> oh, my wife's the exact opposite. I don't think she ever sleeps. Oh, my. <laughs> Every time I see her, she's wide awake. I, she, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she does it. Yep. Amount of she um, so if people, I'm sure you're looking for volunteers, people that you want, need to help. Yes. Um, so we are going to be uh, doing a usher volunteer system. So, um, so somebody who's retired, somebody who wants to enjoy the shows, somebody who wants to do something with their son or daughter. You know what I mean? Uh, what we're looking for is for people to come and, and, and kind of people show, show people where their seats are, have a friendly face when they're coming in, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, if people are interested, they can reach out to the Reese, um, and contact us and we'll be more than happy to consider them and put them on our volunteer list. For those people who have already volunteered i'll be sending out an email um letting them know that we like their we like their work and we want to bring them back in if they're if they would like to so i know um it was really funny because uh mrs quick i saw her when she was over there looking at the 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 tour and she said i'm going to be retired soon so i'm going to come and volunteer so Mm -hmm. it'll give her something to do so it's just one of those things it's really fun to see that people can have an active interest and and not had to dedicate a lot of time, but if they want to come and see the show, that's a perfect way for them to come and see it. I was going to say the Usher gig always seemed like a good one yeah. for me because yeah. you're at ball games and shows, and if you like to go to stuff, yeah, basically you're getting in free. Yeah, that I started. Um, I ushered over at Wagon Wheel for. 12 years mm-hmm. so I mean, it was just one of those things that i did it with my sisters and then my daughter was old enough and she started doing it and it, it was really something that we got to do together so do you know how long wagon wheels been there yes they are on their long time 
I think, 76th year. 76th? Wow. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go over there once in a while. We saw Wagon Wheel over there one time. Yeah, Wagon Wheel. Yeah, it was just amazing. Just amazing. Yeah. I remember back in my day when I was kicking around that the guy that ran that was the head of North, or not the head, he was one of Northwestern University's Mm. theater teachers would come down here in the summer. That's what he did in the summer was run the wagon. A little short guy? Not sure. I never auditioned for him. I know a couple of buddies got parts in there in musicals, but uh, yeah, I never, but I know that he... That's what he did. That's that's a really cool theater. I don't know where they got all the actors for that show, but there was it was. Of course, this was in pre-major cell phone time, you know. Mm-hmm. So the guy that's the director, he's part of the show too. He comes out there, a little short, gray-haired guy. He walks out there in his sweats, and he stops the two guys that are on stage, and he says, "We're looking for Doctor So and So." He makes that announcement. Nobody says anything. He says, okay, Dr. So-and-so, are you, are you? if you're here, I need to see you right now. Well, Dr. So-and-so isn't there. So he tells the two guys, he says, go back to where you were. And this, and this guy, he he recited his lines backwards to get back to where he was. And then they went on. I never forgot that. I said, oh, my word. How in the world could you do that? I mean, Try improvising Shakespeare when somebody forgets their line. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, yeah. a, that's tough. One, yeah. That's, that's tough. You're talking about ushers when we had the Willy Wonka on Sunday, I think it was. Dan Flynn came in and said, can I be the guy with the flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> Goes down and talks to everybody. Ah, oh, get your feet off my chair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Break my. it up. Break okay, it up. now we talked about the wagon wheel a little bit. That's a very unique setup. It's in the round. Which I think is cool. I love that. Now, would you, obviously, with the flexibility, somebody's got a show like that. You could, could you fix that up for them, or is that not possible in where you're at? To do a show in the round, if they wanted to do something, maybe in the audience rather so, than on so, stage. So I okay. So I wonder. I was like, "What are you talking?" About? <laughs> so, um, That's, everybody so, so does I, that. So it, it really is because of the experience that I had there and looking at the re-space. It's really cool because of the tiered um, tiered system that they have there. So the very bottom tier has stairs that come down from the stage. So realistically, you could set up part of your stage on that tier, first tier. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to do a play and wanted it to be in the round, yeah. don't put it on the stage. You could put it in that middle tier, okay. and you could really have round, besides for the aisle, you could have round theater. Yeah. So if people were acting and doing, like for instance, a Shakespeare or sure. something of that nature spoken word and you wanted to have it more intimate and just have it you could do that and you know that's the perks of having the chairs where you can stack them having tables where you can set out you know i I mean really it could be anything that you wanted it to be and that was brilliant yeah i think so too yeah because somebody like me when i was directing i every show i wanted it in the round or at least three-quarter thrust stage because i wanted to be out in the audience And to have that available, you know, I, I think that's great. And yeah. you know, I agree with you. It was genius to do it that way. And it's really cool because the stairs can yield itself to the hallways, to the aisles up. I mean, and when you are blocking a per- particular performance or production, 
you could use, utilize any yeah. of that space, and it really becomes an interactive theater. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I always liked about theater was it's so interactive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, I I assume you're excited to get going. I am. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, get going. She already. Oh is. yeah. Yes, I should. Well, I, I I was very fortunate because they had all of the details, the fine details done for the grant opening, and if you weren't there. I don't think pictures show right. just what they did. Yeah. While the, everybody was in, um, we had several people call it seamless. And I don't know, like when everybody was enjoying the Denver Beerman concert, they were taking down the things from outside. So when you walked outside, the dinner in the street was gone. And, you know, mm-hmm. it just it was just flawless. It was just perfect. And every detail was, was done. All the volunteers came. Everybody did their part. And so going forward, that's all on me <laughs> or, you know, with Tim. And, you know, so it, it's that same meticulous planning that they've done has to go into everything that we do, whether sure. it goes to concessions, whether it goes to our performances, whether it goes to our volunteers, whatever we do now, um, we have to try to stay to that perfection sure. of what the grand yeah. opening was. So, yeah. mm-hmm. cool. Let me ask you um, – Here's that point where I forget the question I was going to ask. Okay. Uh, oh, if they need, to, if they want to get a hold of you to volunteer, to help, or do whatever, maybe donate even at sure. this point. Because the one thing that everybody's got to remember: we've got this beautiful space. Now right. let's keep it open, and you right. gotta, you gotta help. And we do um, right outside the box office. We do have membership applications. So if you're wanting to be part of our membership program, all of that information is in that in that pamphlet, and it, it it's. The perks are awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean. You get information. You get ahead. Of, you get to know what we're doing ahead of time. You know what I mean. All of those things that normal normally you wouldn't get. So that's something definitely to check out. If you are wanting to contact the Reese, contact um, me. Um, we do have our email and telephone number on the website. Sure. Um, I am operating out of a different email right now, so I'm going to go ahead and give that too. So if somebody's wanting to book something at the Reese, what I'd like to do is give you the email now, which is Reese Events 2023 at Gmail. Um, we are answering our normal e- email as well, but if you want to get a hold of me for an event opportunity or if you wanted to have a meeting there or if you want to start booking for next year, let's talk. So that's going to be my email. Oh, I just thought of something. Are you going to have like a subscription for somebody? Like if you have a bunch of music lined up you could buy a what amounts to a season ticket for that or you know you've got different sure. kinds of events right that- so what we're going to do is first and foremost we're going to roll out our membership package so that allows us to have the opportunity to get our name out there sure. you know kind of get the donations um you know going but what we really want to do is have a chance to establish what kind of programming we're going to have Within this first year, I don't think a subscription would sure. work because it's going to be so versatile, right. and we're trying to see what the f- the fit is for the community. Mm-hmm. Once we do start to, you know, maybe have uh, a regular uh, annual events, maybe during our summer, we're going to have a couple of programming um, we, where we have our, an established community theater. That's when we would do a, a, a sure. subscription or perhaps a concert subscription or something of that nature where it really gives us an opportunity to utilize sure. somebody's, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for coming in. It's been wonderful to find out what's going on. So uh, 
But anything that we should, anything in the future you're you're kind of looking forward to. What's the main thing you're looking forward to? The the okay. So um, I am looking forward to, um, and I said somebody who's going to be on America's Got Talent, right? <laughs> so um, he he was on there, and he has a sidekick, and he's a ventriloquist. <laughs> So, so I'm very excited that um, I'm going. You weren't supposed to tell him that I was using Rusty as the dummy. (laughs) And the best part is you're going to get to see me sit on his lap. That's the the best part. This show has gone too far, guys. Too far. Yeah, it has. (laughs) Well, I I'm I'm very excited. So I don't want to give you the name, but I want you guys to be very excited. And I want you to check out our website. And I want you to be. on Facebook, I want you to like the Reese yeah. so that you know what's coming up yeah. because I can't give you all of our details because that's going to give all my fun and, mm. and joy out of it. <laughs> but I want you guys to like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, like us on whatever, Instagram, all of that, and get ready because this next year is going to blow your socks off. Yeah, very good. Well, you know, one of the things I really like about all this is that, you know, for somebody that spends most of his life downtown – I, anything we can do to help attract more people to downtown Plymouth is a plus. And this is one of those things. It's a plus. Yeah. You know, I think it's just pretty neat. We, last Sunday when we had the community tours and we had Pierre Ben Suzanne in, there were people downtown Sunday evening. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? We need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just whatever we can do to help bring Mm -hmm. people to downtown. That's what we're aiming. Very good. I'm sure we'll see you again at some point. Okay. (laughs) Well, this is is your invitation. So we'll we'll have you back. Rusty and me will come down there to improv. Oh, man. (laughs) You better make that an adults only situation. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, All right, let's. Uh, oh, we got something to give away. Yep, Are we I have give away a, shirt? a t-shirt. Oh, cool! What's it it's say? It's an XL, and it's a strikeout cancer t-shirt. Oh, okay. Uh, so, if you would like this, uh, you can uh, be caller number. I'm sorry. I'm just like this is a. I gotta grab the dice. This is a black T-shirt with pink lettering. It says yeah. "Strikeout Cancer," so uh, we will roll the dice. And it's an XL, so you know, got to. I'd take more than that. It's too small for me. But <laughs> caller number four five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller number four is uh, going to get this uh, T-shirt. So start dialing, and I was about to hit the wrong button, but I caught myself. There and you go. Here's the right one. Right. If you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, Pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call 
Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. Fiber optic cable carries data literally at the speed of light. Get up to one gigabyte. Marshall County Fiber will make your old connection feel like dial-up. It's unaffected by radio wave interference and can be submerged in water without issue and is not as susceptible to harsh temperatures. Fiber does not waver with strong winds, cloudy skies, or heavy rainfall. That kind of reliability helps deliver excellent quality internet, video, and phone. Fiber optic cable keeps data secure. It is very difficult to tap into and gather data without alerting our network operations team to an attack. We offer several packages at varying rates and speeds to fit your needs. Call Marshall County Fiber at 574-223-2191 to get signed up today. Give it up on Monday. Clap your hands on Monday. Let's dance, it's Monday. It's a happy Monday. The first day of the week. Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Well, at least I got the day of the week song right. Yeah. You know, I that's what I just I'm I sit here and I just scratch my head because there are are there literally songs for every day of the week? Oh, multiple, multiple songs for every day. Of the week. <laughs> yeah, I've never realized that. Oh no, until there's, I, there's yeah. multiple. Oh my god, I can come up I with all you. Friday in particular. I can oh, come yeah. up with a hundred songs for Friday. Isn't that wild? I never knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, until I started listening to you, you do all this stuff, you know, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> I'm going, what? How many different songs are there? You know, <laughs> It's almost endless, Doug. It's really? almost endless. Isn't that funny? It's oh really gosh. easy to find a song from I the day of the no week. I had no idea. Wow. I, you know, the no things idea. I know. Well, you're a YouTube guy. Just yep. YouTube it. I, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to yeah. do that. YouTube you can, Monday songs, you, you know, can, songs yeah. about Monday. Oh, you can you can play those uh, in the in the shop when you're yep. working. You know? Speaking of YouTube, I was on YouTube last night, and okay, was, and I was watching an old Glenn Ford movie from 1941, and it was it took place in like in well Europe in like sure. 1936 seven something like that. You know when yeah. people were. Trying to escape out of Germany and all of Europe, you know, was going to pot, and and, uh, and these people, a lot of them didn't have passports, and they were yeah. trying to get out, get out, and get away, and all that right, stuff. Right? Yeah. And uh, it was just pretty interesting. But I show, I showed my wife this morning. I said, "This is what I was watching when you went to bed last night." I said, "Look at Glenn Ford. He was a dang kid." Wow. Nineteen forty one. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am thinking Ooh. about getting YouTube TV. I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna have to investigate it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know there. what the difference is between yeah. what that is and what I've got. I, I think I that you get some of the content that you 
can't get mm-hmm. maybe uh, normally but i know that you can get regular television shows on there i'm not sure whether they're first run but mm-hmm. you can get uh my son's told see my, my wife i guess is a normal wife uh reality tv is absolutely it, it, she watches it all the time. Oh, I, yeah. I, Every single one I of the reality. She, she even finds them on obscure oh, channels on the internet and watches yeah, those. And one of my sons told me that they have the, the, most of those on YouTube TV, like the Housewives and uh, all that stuff. Okay, yeah. The closest I get to reality TV is Hallmark movies. Yeah, well... <laughs> I uh, I want to spend time with my wife, so I watch a lot of Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever oh, it is. I don't necessarily gosh. watch it. I just kind of oh, brother. occasionally yeah. overhear it. Well, I have an excuse now. <laughs> I, I get on my computer, and I'm pulling up some of the songs we're doing, and, and I'm trying to find them on YouTube. Sure. And, and so I'm listening to those with my headphones, and she's watching her movie, and I'm just kind of like, okay. So. Well, yeah. you, you, people need to YouTube. Yeah, I maybe mean, you're, you're the, the the endorsement for YouTube. Oh yeah, I tell you what, you know maybe that'd be an idea for the Reese. They could show a couple of Hallmark movies during Christmas season or something like that. We can get all the women out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I'll deny it in court. Well, you can deny it in court <laughs> all you want. I've it's, got it. I've got it. Yeah, yeah, it's on tape. It's on tape. So, uh, oh well, I'm you know it's not my first time to be in trouble. You know. <laughs> I, I may cut that little bit out and play that with hair next week. Uh, just oh so we can gosh. remind everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's watch Hallmark movies at the, the Reese. I, uh, I have a friend, oh, on, uh, a friend on Facebook who said he saw one of those, and it was on Amazon already. Oh, my gosh. Already. Oh it's it's on Lord. there. And yep. he's like, he finally said Amazon is worse than Hallmark. Right there at the tip, because they started oh, so early to oh, do geez. these. You yeah. know, here we are in October, and they're doing yeah. Hallmark Christmas That's movies. That's crazy. But yeah, it is I crazy. Don't know. I don't know. We're yeah. crazy. Um, I don't really have anything else more. You got anything you want to tell people? How about uh, you going on a mission trip sometime? Uh, we're, we're, we're collecting stuff for uh, next year. Okay. Uh, I am in the process. I had somebody bring me one the other day. Um, if you've got uh, anybody out there's got big suitcases they want to get rid of, okay. I don't want them that are totally trashed, but you know, sure, well, we could duct tape them together if we had to, but yeah. you know, but if if somebody's got old suitcases they want to get rid of, give me a call or stop by the barber shop or something like that, and uh, we fill them full of clothes and stuff and take them to El Salvador and we just leave them down there, you know, sure. And then uh, I found, you know, sometimes. You engage the brain a little bit, and it, it, it kind of works, you know. But um, we found some big duffel bags oh, on yeah. uh, Amazon, and so I'll stuff those with, like, 45, 50 pounds or, or close yeah. to 50 pounds, full of clothes and stuff like that. Then we empty them out down there and fold them up and bring them back in a smaller suitcase so we can reuse those over and over that and over. That makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, i tell you what. So, you know, I said, damn. So, yeah, I'm looking for suitcases. I'm looking for... Yeah, if somebody's got some duffel bags they want to donate okay. or something like that. I don't want the service type, but, you know, big bigger ones, though. Yeah. But, you know, but, yeah, so, uh, you know. And then uh, I've got uh, 
I got some soap all ready to take down there. I found a place on Amazon the other day that I could get a deal on toothbrushes because we take a bunch of those down there. Yeah. They had like 100 toothbrushes for like 25 bucks. And I said, wow, so I think I may I may just go ahead and spring for that, you know, and just sure. get a couple hundred of them. And so I'll have my soap and my toothbrushes things all figured out and now i'll have to go get me some little bags of, or little thingies of uh, toothpaste someplace yeah so you'll be so all set yeah yeah so we have that part of it done so yeah. cool so yeah so so uh, yeah, that'll be next year yeah probably next june or so okay yeah so i'd like to sneak down there ahead but the airlines have lost their sense of humor on ticket prices right now <laughs> it's kind of like Oh my gosh! I've seen anywhere from like twelve hundred dollars clear up to like twenty four hundred dollars. It's just kind of like really. The airlines <laughs> have lost their sense of humor about a lot of things. Oh my word! Anybody who's flied lately, dealing oh. with security is. Uh, oh, it's crazy! It's kind of like because really? they're not even nice; they're rude. Do I, do I, look, do I look like an axe murderer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of yeah. crazy. I'm, they're not even nice about it. I'm a it. feeble old man. You know, it's just kind of like. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, all right, man. I think it's time for us to yep. play the song. We got and some birthdays. We got one at least. Uh, we're going to mention a birthday here. We're going to put uh, this person in the birthday hat. You'll be eligible for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Happy birthday today to Lena Carlton. Lena, you're in. Oops, Oops not quite the hat. Oh. oh we got it. I got an assist on that one. Uncle yeah. Doug put it in the bo- yeah. in the in the hat, but I I tossed it to him, so I yeah, get an assist. Uh, and that's our birthdays. Remember, four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, a free small drink from the Coffee Lodge, and a bouquet of flowers from Cajun Creek are yours if you were the winner of our drawing coming up on Friday. Uh, now it's time for anniversaries. We do have an anniversary today. Wow, cool. Bill and Laura Stutzman have been married Whoa. 30 years. Oh, my gosh. That's not possible. <laughs> that's what the card says. So. I knew her when she was little. <laughs> well, she's oh. married now, now and has been for 30 years. 30 years. Oh, my word. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Of course, Sorry. I've known her dad and mom for a lot longer than that. <laughs> so, have a happy anniversary. You're eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home just to enjoy your anniversary. And it is time now for the Trading Post. We have nothing in the Trading Post today. So, make sure you get your items in here to uh, be a part of that. It's four days for free. You can be having a sale, giving something away, uh, selling something, looking for something. doesn't matter. Any of the above, get it into us, and we're all set. That's the trading post for today. And that is our show for today. Let's take a look. I think it is council day tomorrow, but let me make sure. Because Kathy's at the county council meeting, and we will have somebody from the county council with us tomorrow. Not sure who. They usually decide that at the meeting. Yeah, Somebody gets thrown go. under the bus, and yep. they get to come. So you so. get to go do the radio show. Yes, that is... Uh, that's high on everybody's yeah. list. Of Speaking of throwing somebody in under the bus, have you seen the little the little traffic thing here on Michigan? Oh State? yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I have heard, I have not heard one person <laughs> say they like that, and I, I understand why. Yeah, I mean, I understand that completely, but boy, I have not heard one person. They they suck them out there too far. I think. Maybe they need to pull them back in yeah. a little bit. Maybe or, I know that I they know. did that because that's in dot spec. 
Is that's it the way Indot will make them do it if they oh, do. Oh boy! So that's I think that's See, why Bremen did, did that something way. similar to that, yeah. but I don't think they stick out quite that far. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like, I know that's what I heard was that they put them in there to Indot spec mm-hmm. just because they wanted to see they wanted it to wow. be the way it was was would have to be yeah. if they were. One guy set through tr- three traffic oh, lights. Oh, I have to. Now, if they're going to do that, maybe we should say no left-hand turns on Michigan and downtown Plymouth. Could do that. Either that or time the lights. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. So you have to go through there at a decent yep. speed, and if you do, you're rewarded by not having to stop yeah. at every single stop. Well, that's the way Kokomo used to yeah. be. People used to complain about the lights in Kokomo. But if you hit a certain but speed. But if you went through, yeah. the speed limit was 45. Yep. But if you went through at 42 and you hit the first one, you wouldn't have to. You could go all the way exactly. through. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I remember yep. that because we would because yep. we'd get two stoplights in, and the first thing the driver would say is, "I wonder if I hit this one right." Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I, you know, that was what I thought of the other day might be a solution to it because I like the idea and the. I got to be honest with you. I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. If you put like greenery in there, oh, yeah. I mean, it it yeah. would really. Yep. Look good. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, um, you betcha. Well, and the thing I like about it is it stops people from driving through a parking spot to get to the corner. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's really <sighs> about the only. Oh, it drives me crazy. It's about the only <sighs> negative. Well, you can go around people, too, at this point if they're turning left. But the only negative to me would be just exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I don't know. You, yep. You're not going to be able to, to cut the corner if they do that. Absolutely. And I don't know that's a good thing anyway because I have almost come to uh, work in a ambulance a couple of times <laughs> walking across there in front of the coffee lodge oh, at boy. the hour I walked through. There's been a couple of times. There was one time where I had to jump backwards. Oh, boy. I don't blame the drivers because it's dark. Mm-hmm. The town is deserted. The last thing you expect to see when you're half awake turning to get your coffee is some uh, fat guy, white-haired, walking across the thing. <laughs> and if you hit me, I'd just damage your car anyway. Yeah, I'd that's probably right. walk yeah. away from it. But, yeah, I, that cut in the corner can be dangerous. At- yep. I tell people how bad their gas mileage would be if they stuck me on the front bumper of their car. <laughs> would be a little bit of a windbreak, oh, wouldn't it there? Would, yes, yeah. it would. Oh, well, boy. Uh, anyway, County Council tomorrow. Thank you for coming in, man. It's always fun. Hey, it's always fun. Always yeah. a good time. And uh, you guys have a good day. We'll be back tomorrow at 9. Make sure you're here. <laughs>